I would like to welcome everybody to the Sunday night special of the world, according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. I want to welcome. Batman. Sorry. You just call me the Batman. No, I didn't. Uh, You might want to put the ear sets in a little bit deeper. Um, That's what she said. (laughs) You're stealing. (laughs) Ben, it used to drive Ben crazy how often I use that, but uh, I still think it's great. I want to welcome all the. I want to welcome all the rumblers, the ranters, <laughs> and uh, I want to welcome uh, everybody that's going to be downloading the show at a later time. I thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Gary Collins from thesimplelifenow.com thanks you from the bottom of his heart, and so does Miles Wakeham from beunconstrained.com. Thank you from the bottom of his heart. And one of the purposes and reasons I wanted to do this show in the first place, just so for the people last watch, that were watching last night, we had a, a bit of a contentious moments, nothing contentious, bad. Contentious, contentious. moments. Thank you, Mrs. Leviathan. Contentious moments. But so much of what uh, the reason I wanted to do this show and start the show was because I wanted that. I wanted Ben to sort of be the rabbi, we be his students, and the students sort of bringing up different points that we think, and Ben being the, the, the rabbi that sort of sets down the law if he thinks we're wrong and we could still argue back, and that's the whole point. That's what separates us, as I've always said, from people on the left and people on the right. We could have discourse and compliment each other after. And on that note, the show wait, will be- Wait, 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 Who's there in your apartment with you? My, th- my dog, Bud. Uh, Really? Yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> he, apparently an hour and a half of walks wasn't enough for him today. But this show would be complete without America's humble servant, actor, writer, provocateur, saint, sinner, economist, historian, mathematician, statistician, husband, but most importantly, Dr. Benjamin Jeremy Stein. And I am, thank you, first of all, and second, proud it is that I am a doctor. <laughs> Not everyone gets to be a doctor. And not not everybody gets to be a doctor. And to people that just get don't get the joke why we do this so often is because the hilarity of Jill Biden calling herself Dr. Jill Biden. And I can honestly say if you are on a plane or you are somewhere and you get sick, call Ben Stein before you call Dr. Jill. Ben has You're a lot getting. more Boy, pharmaceutical you, you, experience. You are not getting. Okay. Let's get okay. this uh, shindig and party started on this Sunday night. Uh, let's get the shindig started, Ben Stein. You, you, you raised to me something today when I was at your house, this Wall Street Journal article uh, about, first of all, about somebody that interviewed Putin a couple times and Putin had said to the author um, that he doesn't want communism back in Russia, he, and which I believe he just wants the old Soviet Union. He wants, he wants it to be what it was. Now, for, there are two things. And when you spoke to me about an hour ago and I said I wanted to tell you a thought I had while I was thinking about you in the shower, the first thought was, the, the thought was first of all, Putin is a master of, uh, of misinformation, of disinformation, of telling people what they want to hear. So it's very hard to trust him. Secondly, I want you to really explain to people, Russia was communist until 1991. Since then, they've been a borderline borderline socialist capitalist society is definitely capitalist for businesses from outside but i would imagine the average russian doesn't feel 
the great wealth that many of them do. Yeah, well, that is often true of less developed countries. There are to tend to be some very, very, very wealthy people, uh, and then some who are not so wealthy. Uh, that's standard in almost any country. It doesn't make them socialist. It doesn't make them communist. It's just the way life works out. And uh, God bless them. We're happy to see that they're rich people in uh, this, in uh, Putin's Russia. We like seeing lots of rich people around because it means that people are succeeding at something. And God bless them for it. They've jailed at least 3,000 people. I wouldn't exactly call that. Uh, I, would, I would pretty much call that at best it's socialism. a police state no it's a police state it's a police state right. I mean, it's, it's been a police state ever since putin took over it's been a police state. i'm not sure i am not sure it ever stopped being a police state at any time so which begs the question what as you as you as you, as you say how could does a police state be it can be can a police state be in line with capitalism you're gonna say yes maybe you're gonna say no maybe i don't see how if you if you cross that line of being a police state to where people are murdered, to where you're doing extremely nefarious things, and then how that works with uh, capitalism. Well, it works, it, wor- it works well in the sense that any state uh, where the power brokers, the power bosses want to retain control will employ the mechanisms of state uh, control and state repression to keep their power and their money. That's what. Uh, that's the way life works. I mean, p- powerful people want to stay powerful. They want to stay rich. They want to re- have lots of sexual power. That's just the way human beings are made. And so uh, this is, it turns out that the people in uh, Putin's Russia are not different from people anywhere else. And that's just how people are. And unfortunately, Putin's Russia is a little different from some other countries in the sense that if you disappear, uh, from in Putin's Russia, probably you're dead. Uh, you're probably not uh, off on a cruise in the Caribbean uh, with your wife. You're probably uh, dead along with your girlfriend who's been murdered too. And the two of you are dressed uh, in nothing. Uh, you've been dra- dumped in the Caribbean uh, on the, off the decks of the uh, cruise ship that you were on. The uh, something, rather, I don't know what. Is that your dog? Kind of, what a lively dog is. Uh, it, it, that's just we're talking about Putin's Russia is every man. It's just how people are. Uh, and as the teacher just said, Gary, I have to. Uh, what is what is he? Uh, what is Ben's famous? I have to politely uh, uh, disagree. I have to, to or whatever that is. But Gary, I I, I disagree. I, I I disagree a little bit, and so might Miles. I, I don't see uh, Russia as being anywhere near close to the capitalist uh, country. I, I don't know what they are. They're a hybrid. I, I just don't, I don't see that if you do something like they, scarily Gary, I think it's coming here a lot of these things, especially with free speech and thought police, but I, I don't see it as being a free country, Gary. No one said it was a free country. No, no, no. I, but that, that is the act exact. If, if you screw up, if you, if you, if, if, if you have a business and you go against the political regime and you lose your business or you're paying 70% in tax or you're paying all these things, I don't see how that's not socialism. I no, just sure, sure. It's just, just the same as if a guy comes into your business. Uh, in Chicago in 1921 and says you have a new partner 
partners me and uh, I'm now going to take 70% of your profits. And if you don't like it, then you can complain, but uh, we're going to kill you if you complain. I mean, it's a, it's a standard, a standard gangster, a gangster state. I mean, okay, so, is okay, now so, a gangster so, state. Okay, now, so instead of, so that's the term. It's it's gangsterism, they say. I would call it a gangster state. The, the, yeah. Gary, Russia is uh, gangsterism. Well, Russia and, and China both realized that communism doesn't pay the bills, so they had to institute capitalism, a form of it. Crony capitalism is what they have, but they run it with a police state. It, it's a hybrid, but they, 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 both, they both realize that socialism and communism does not work. Uh, it can't keep the lights on is the problem. It can keep people under control, but it does not bring money in. Doesn't, it's not a revenue driver. So right, well, that, right. And what's it all about? But revenue, I mean, they're, they're, what what do people live for? Revenue and uh, nice, cute dogs. Should have a nice, cute dog and have a nice place to live. Having beautiful girls around. I personally am surrounded by beautiful girls night and day. And uh, I find that's an incredibly powerful motivator. Uh, these are their basic motivators in life. Always have been, and uh, so, so so it goes with Russia. And uh, why Mr. Putin would want to jeopardize all of that in order to uh, squelch these uh, Ukrainian people, I have no idea. I mean, I think he must have a screw loose in order to uh, jeopardize what was really a very sweet gig he had going on. Or so he would have you believe. That, well, that, that, okay. That, uh, then why was? And why is he doing it? You, you know what? There's nobody out there that could tell me right now why he's doing it, okay. why he's not doing it, if he's insane, if he's if he's there's nobody out there because hardly anybody really knows the man. I mean, he's had such a, a close inner circle for so many years there. And anybody that's been in that inner circle that disagrees is dead. So there's no real uh, good intel on Vladimir Putin. We know the one person that, that he didn't go against was Trump. So maybe you're right. He is a bit of a madman because madmen know how to deal with madmen. And uh, I say that in the most uh, loving way towards President Trump, obviously. But Miles, I want to ask you, you come from Australia. What's the tax rate? What would you consider Australia? Uh, right now, the tax rate? Um, I don't know, to be honest. I know it's dropped. When I left there, it was the most ridiculous amount. Uh, if you earned more than, I think it was $40,000 a year, you were taxed at roughly 38% uh, income. If you And then if you went to like 60,000 a year, it went up to close to 50%. It was pretty horrible. I mean, you were losing half your money to the government. I know, but so, okay, so so now we, ha we have, have next to, right in front of me on the, on the screen, we have somebody who really knows life, Gary, Gary. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you, don't you, as far as you can tell, you've had a lot of experience warding off gangsters, dealing with them, keeping them from uh, ruining the whole world. It, what is Russia? Is it not a gangster state at this point? Oh, yeah. I mean, the Russian mafia is world famous. Uh, they're all over. They're in, deep in L.A. Uh, I used to investigate them. They're, they're one of the most ruthless crimes. Oh, they're absolutely the ruthless. The worst. Yeah, yeah, the worst. But um, I don't want to have anything to do with them. They can just go. I won't bother them. They don't bother me. Goodbye, eventually, God. though, they bother you. But Gary, well, you ask Gary. I, you know what? I'll be dead soon. It won't be uh, but that can't be your answer for everything. But Gary was about you. Were, but Gary was answering the. Well, and what you what you have to realize too is, with all conquerors, they don't know when to stop, 
And it's because they're delusional. They don't understand that all they understand is absolute corrupt power and, and ruling with an iron fist. And they think they can conquer everything. Problem is, once they conquer it, they don't know how to control it. And, and that's what we're kind of seeing is there's no way he can control all of Ukraine if he takes it. There's no way he's destroying all the infrastructure on top of it. I don't know what he's thinking. Um, it, it's usually with these guys. I think he's at the tail end of maybe his health, his age. And it's a, it's a get back. It's like, pff, screw you. I'm going to be dead anyway. I'm going to conquer everything that you, that we lost. And try well, and what's the point? Back. What's the point of that? There, there is a, but you can ask that about anything. Yeah. For so many things, there is no point. What was the point of us going into Iraq? There was no point. No, no, we thought, well, I think Mr. Bush believed there was a point. The point was, A, to get revenge on the people who had tried to kill his father, and B, uh, if I'm right, right here, which I may not be, uh, to uh, squash down a further possible uh, eruption. No, it was weapons of mass destruction, which yes, is what they... Which, an eruption of weapons yeah. of mass destruction. Right, which, which, was, was, which was the worst mis disin disinformation of all the spy agency and every intel agency that we've ever seen. I'm, I'm just saying is, even if that were the case and he had those things, what was the utility in doing it? As you, that word that people keep on using, what was the utility in going to these places? Well, we don't, I mean, in his mind, utility was more money, more girls. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's no two, I, I don't see what it is. It seems to me at my advanced age, uh, my, I have the greatest utility I derive is just lying in bed with my wifey watching television and uh, watching documentaries about World War II. That's tremendous, fantastic utility. I don't bother anybody else. Nobody else bothers me. Uh, I don't, if other people have other forms of utility, more power to them, but I don't. That, that, that didn't answer the question. But Miles, the, the question that everybody should be asked, or the, the question that's the biggest thing I have been thinking about is the reluctance, and I think people could really assume this answer, is why we've been so reluctant to cut off the oil from Russia. It really has to make you think about the Biden's connections to Russia and to the certain uh, bad, bad actors out there, because there is no reason that we haven't cut them off. Well, if we do, what it does is it shines a light on a failed policy of this climate change over everything else attitude. Very and good, the, very good, very good. The, like second, that. the second that that becomes front and center and all of a sudden, you know, the infrastructure bill with all the pork that was kind of laid into it starts becoming apparent, it's going to look really, really bad for Biden. He doesn't want that on his, you know, he doesn't want that out there for, um, transparent for everyone to see. Well, then that's a good, okay, that's a good answer. So he's made a very serious policy error. Uh, people often make very serious policy errors. Uh, this one was a really, really bad mistake. And uh, so there you are. But I have to respectfully say this is a unique situation because in this kind of policy environment, if your mistake is really too bad, it's the end of life on the planet. Well, here's the thing, too, is we know that the far left, these uh, greenies, if you want to call them, I just call them idiots because they have no <laughs> idea how the environment works, um, that they want their end goal is high, high, ultra high fuel prices. That's what they want in the end. Well, the easiest way to do that is don't produce anything. Keep cutting our production off, buy it from our, our enemies, which let's be honest, the far left 
thinks that socialism is cool anyway. So they like Mao. They like Xi. They like Putin. It, it, deep down, they like these countries and, and these totalitarian societies because they think free stuff is the answer to everything. It's never free. It's paid in blood, but they don't understand that because they're morons again. So well, the, the goals are working because fuel prices are skyrocketing. We're not energy independent. And the greenies love it. They think it's perfect. They think it's going to force us into solar panels. And then, I, I've used and solar. Then, and I, it doesn't what, work that way. And then why? Then where's the utility for them if we all go into solar power and it doesn't work? And it's inefficient. I mean, is their real goal? Is their main goal just to create chaos and and and, uh, and, and inefficiency? It might be. It could, could it, well it's be. It's part of it, but part of it's just they're stupid. And I think I think there's a deeper I think that they absolutely hate America. I think they've been taught for the better part of 50 years about how bad American exceptionalism is. I think they want to destroy the American the American way of life. I I, I just think it's as I, I'm not th I don't think they're thinking about the financial consequences that would take critical thinking. I just think they are extreme lunatics who want to destroy our freedoms, plain and simple with them. I think they're a lot easier to understand than Putin is to understand. Well, then if, there, if there's nothing to understand there but idiocy and stupidity, let's step way, 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 way back away from nuclear weapons because I don't want to be anywhere near people who think that we want to play games with nuclear weapons lying around on the card table. I mean, I've seen lots and lots of cowboy movies where people are dealing out of uh, hands of cards and uh, some people around the table each takes out a revolver and they all take out a revolver and uh, uh some at some point someone's going to get shot and then they're all going to get shot uh only this time it's going to be nuclear weapons instead of a, a 44 caliber slug uh, i think maybe we should just leave this table let the guys who want to play with the nuclear weapons have fun with their nuclear weapons and we'll stay way 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 far away from them very well said. And Miles, uh, you, uh, you, you understand beta testing more than anybody uh, simply because it's what you've done with your business. Now, do you think possibly, we know Xi uh, had asked <laughs> Putin to wait to attack till after the Olympics. Do you think China was using Russia <laughs> to see what would happen if it, uh, with their actions, this was their beta test to see how the world responded if Putin uh, decided to invade. I'm just curious, Miles. Yes, but it may not be as obvious as it seems because the obvious, the natural inclination we would say is that, okay, he's watching what we react to Putin to see whether or not he can get away with the same in his own, I'm talking about Xi here, in his own domain. Actually, I think what's happening is we're seeing a very different thing playing out that is to China's advantage. Um, I learned today that of all of the merchant credit card processing networks in the world, Visa, MasterCard, and so on, uh, that now the number two most popular merchant credit card processing uh, rail in the world is a thing called UnionPay. UnionPay is a Chinese credit card processing network. It represents 32% of all merchant transactions in the world today. Wow. Second only to Visa. And when Visa and MasterCard recently said, we're going to cut off all transactions in Russia because, you know, we want to do whatever the right thing is, China said, sure, go ahead. 
We don't mind. We'll pick up the slack. We'll go from 30% to 50% just like that because we've got 179 other countries that want to use union pay and you're giving them every reason in the world to do it. So they're getting the advantage financially there. They're also, we, we pull out of the SWIFT system and then they've got their own versions of that with the BRIC countries. And so all of a sudden they want to fall in. And of course that all settles in Yuan or digital Remimbi. Uh, whatever their central bank digital currency thing is going to roll out to. We're not winning here. <laughs> We're being given the short end of the stick financially and economically on multiple billions, if not trillions of dollars of potential income lost here because we're allowing them to go this way. Okay, well, let me ask you a question because this, all that matters to me as an ordinary old citizen watching this is, how can I make money from this? So question, my dear friend, Miles, how do I, Ben Stein, sitting alone in my modest home, eating a piece of pizza, if the dictator over here on my left were not keeping me from eating it, how do I make money from this? Just a suggestion, Miles. Well, I don't know if I- Just a thought, no, just a thought. thought. Humble thought, just a humble thought. I can't give you the specifics because to be honest, I don't even know them. What I can tell you is, in a gold rush, be the guy on the side of the river selling shovels. That's the secret. And I don't know where, where the best place to sell shovels is here, but that's the answer. I sort of like that analogy. Oh, that's a very, very famous analogy. Okay. Okay. Uh, Gary Collins. I would say any startups of American companies that are trying to fill gaps that China's going to leave when we have to finally wake up. Um, there's going to be production gaps that we're going to have to figure out. I would say if those American companies are around and starting to ramp up or someone's trying to start them here in the U.S., those would be the places I would invest. And gold and silver, to be honest with you. I mean, we, our money's funny money. So at least it, it should, should stay stable at the very least. But I don't know either. I mean, what's going to happen is it's playing out perfectly for China. Because China has us. They've got us. Uh, Russia's got us. And just recently, Russia wouldn't have us if we didn't screw up in, in the last 13, 14 months. But China's owned us for decades. And now the problem is a lot of our drugs are manufactured there. And that's a huge, huge problem right now. If they decide to not let those drugs leave or take those factories over, you're going to have a lot of Americans who cannot get prescription drugs. Okay, let's go, but let's go not to being a customer or to being a professor at Columbia Graduate School of International Studies or Graduate School of Finance, but to being an investor. What do we do next? You don't know, right? Well, what, what should you the one that says nobody knows? Well, no, 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 no. I do not say that. What I say is follow whatever Mr. Buffett and Mr. Munger are doing. If Mr. Buffett and Mr. Munger are saying buy such and such in order to take advantage of this trend, that's where well, I Well, they go. bought but they I, bought a massive stake in that uh, oil company in America, massive stake. Which they, one, they, sir? Which um, one? I, I don't have it offhand. If somebody could look it up, they put another $5 billion into it the other day. They have, they, so I think that totals $15 billion they have in uh, an oil company in America. So well, the thing is, it has that has to come back. I yeah. mean, this energy, the repro the production has to come back at some point. 
The problem is what we have is a bunch of fools who are trying to delay it. If the Republicans get in, they can take over, uh, take over the Senate and how or uh, House of Representatives and the Senate. They can do it now. If we get the presidency, obviously, if that works, that will bring back all the energy. It should bring back all the energy production. So for him investing in that now and gambling on that, I think that's a pretty safe bet. It's called it Occidental Petroleum. By oh, yeah. oh, Occidental yeah. Petroleum is a very, very well-known company, yeah. but it has had a lot of problems. Even when the energy sector was booming insanely, it was having tremendous problems. But, but so Buffett, now this is something that's interesting. I am a tiny, 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 tiny stockholder in Berkshire, and I did not notice this BRKB. I should have gotten a notice about that. I wish I were BRKA, but BRKB. So question, uh, you undoubtedly follow this. What did the stock move on this uh, news? Um, this happened on Friday, and I will tell you exactly right now. Berkshire Hathaway was—I mean, it's it's up 125 uh, on the year, pretty much, but it was down 240, um, so two dollars and forty cents on a share which is nothing compared to how the, the growth. Nothing. And again, we're ben, to Ben's point, don't knock, we discussed this last night, you don't knock age because you think, <clears throat> knock ineptitude, and if it, a, a person happens to be old, it's just coincidental. We have a lot of inept older people running this country, we have a lot of inept younger people running this country. But everybody has always wanted to beat on Warren Buffett and say this is his demise. And I remember even last year when, when, his, when his shares were at 198, 197, Ben, and now they're at 325. It's just him and Munger are the geniuses of our time that people do not give enough credit to. Whatever you think of their, whatever you want to say about them, none of it matters. They're the geniuses of our time, Ben. So he's buying oil. Okay, then, so, so then, uh, so wait, wait a second, wait a second, interesting. So he's buying oil. Anyone can buy oil. He also anyone, bought processing recently. He can, also anyone, bought- can, he can buy, anyone can buy oil or processing, and there are many, 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 many funds that specialize in buying oil and in buying processing. So maybe that's the way to go. But uh, the question, let me go back. How is this affected by the horrifying, barbaric, sick war on Ukraine. Ah, I, I've got a theory on this that would might play out. If, I hope it's a good one, Miles. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I, I, would, I would like to see, uh, I don't know, not I would like to see, I believe that what we will see is a return to domestication of the United States in terms of trade, that things will come back to the local markets, come back to the local country and our close neighbours and that anything that would uh, facilitate that would probably be a wise investment. Um, it is a punt, but my theory is that if we've become so reliant on global outsourcing, particularly to regions that we are going to have to detach from, whether it be the oil in Russia, whether it be trade in China and so on, well, that's going to get replaced with something else. And it's going to ideally be replaced with domestic uh, you know, goods made here in the United States, the problem will be the inflation that we'll all feel from the price differential of somebody in Shenzhen who's willing to work for a dollar a day, and over here we need somebody at twenty bucks a day. So there will be things to fill that in. I, I'm a big, I'm very bullish on Mexico. 
I think that's where our labor force might come in that can replace a lot of that stuff we don't want to be doing here. I'm also bullish on robots. I think that automation, if you look at companies like WeatherTech, they have very, very little labor for the amount of output that they produce. Um, and, and anything that would facilitate that transition. One of the things that's very interesting and which Warren Buffett sees, seems to agree with me on is the power of things like Kansas City Southern, uh, Kansas Southern Railways. They happen to own 80% of all the railway lines in Mexico. Uh, and yet it's a US operation. And of course, who tried to buy them recently was Canada because they know- They wouldn't let them. They, they, wouldn't, let them. they wouldn't let them because then you've got one company with the entire Silk Road between all three nations. Okay, so Miles, well, I'm, I'm but curious. They're, but they're tiny compared to compared to uh, the two big ones. Oh yeah. Ben, how is Miles there? How is Miles there? I, I, I don't uh, see any utility in that as compared with just buying a, a fund that invests in uh, railroads. Uh, that's one or one that invests in oil and oil processing. But uh, I will also say I don't certainly don't see any advantage to, compared to buying just a uh, the S&P 500, especially the one that uh, gives equal weighting depending without the weighting based on capitalization. But what I say is, if my friend Miles is happy, I'm happy. Gary, well, I have one for you. Here's the best fund known to man: the Pelosi Index Fund. Whatever Nancy Pelosi and her husband invest in, you're guaranteed a sixty to seventy percent return. That's absolutely brilliant, Matt. That's a great point. Let's find out who Congress has invested in, and all the companies and. but somebody brought up uh, uh, in the rants about the Dow futures being down, and it's something uh, Ben will tell you: don't look at it. It's it's going to go up. It's going to go down. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. Eventually, it'll go back up. Uh, right now, there's a lot of uncertainty. Ben, oil's about to hit one hundred twenty dollars a barrel. Oh, yeah, we don't, I think it, it did. I think it, it, it did. Oil it hit one thirty today. Oil hit one thirty a barrel today. Yeah. Yeah, and Ben, these are these not to minimize, but the effect that this has on people is is really big. I mean, you look at Ben, the gas stations in California. I mean, I'm sure some of them you've seen are over seven dollars at this point. Yeah, it's it's astronomical. But uh, again, we don't know what the future of any of this is going to be. We do know because Mr. Buffett has told me so that if you just buy the uh, index. Uh, you're going to come out ahead of just about any stock you can buy. And uh, if Mr. Buffett says it, I believe it. He is the smartest guy ever where it comes to making money. And making money is a big part of life. And with that, I must go. Okay, but one more thing. You got to give me a 30-second buffer. But you've also been in miles and you share something in common, and so does Gary, which is real estate. You guys have all bought bought a lot of real estate, had good returns on your real estate. A lot of people, you know. A it, lot by my trivial inconsequential standards. I mean, the, by the standards of a genuinely rich person, it's not even to be noticed. Yes, but it was still been a good investment, and you've and you've done very well on your return. You you've had some very good returns on your investments in real estate. Some have been. 
some, some have been. Okay. Uh, th- thank you for ruining your real estate acumen party. Uh, on that note, I want to thank everybody that's been listening to the Sunday night special of the world according to Ben Stein. I really do have to give major kudos to Miles Wakeham. He has he's one of the most pleasant fellows, and he's a man. I agree. I he's, agree. He's as mensch as we call him, and he's not scared to share his opinion and get the wrath. And the uh, and, and I, we, the, maybe we love Gary Collins too. Oh, who does? Very every, much. Does everybody love loves Gary Collins, as we always say. Women, men want to be with him, and women <laughs> want to be like him. And of, <laughs> of course, this show wouldn't be complete without America's humble servant, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. It's always an honor and a privilege. And I say this with all sincerity in my heart. Ben, you are allowed to disagree with, and he will not, he doesn't hold grudges. There is rare the man that doesn't hold grudges, that allows you to think, that allows you to argue. Might take a couple hours, but it doesn't matter. There's very rare few of the people, and I think that's the best lesson of anything, is don't hold grudges. And uh, I've learned that amazingly well from Benjamin Jeremy Stein. Uh, we will see everybody on Tuesday night. Ben will be in Orlando. Ben, you want to take us out in some sort of way? I would like to take you out in the following way. Well, I met him on a Monday. Ooh. And I kissed I'm skipping over. Kissed him on Tuesday. Ooh. And he didn't come Wednesday. Well, anyway, the point is love counts more than money. <laughs> well said. And one more thing. Do you remember when gas was 25 cents a gallon? I remember when it was 22.9. Holy macro. Imagine that. 22.9 cents a gallon. Cultural, cultural misapp- misappropriation. Uh, we could have done a whole show on you getting a burger and everything for 45, a burger and a date for 46 oh. cents. Uh, those were the days, my friend. We thought they'd never end. We'd sing and dance forever and a day. We'd live the life we chose. We'd fight and never lose. Or we were young and sure to have our way. Right, wifey? Wifey's lying over here, and she's agreeing that I'm right. Right, okay. wifey? God, God bless wifey. God bless America. God bless the people in the Ukraine. God bless everybody. We, we see- are seeing a historical moment that will rarely be seen in any of our lifetimes again. God, I would, you know, that you said that I could go into something. It's so scary that you say that because we forget his very historical moments are also very dangerous moments often at times. And uh, it's a very scary thought, but we'll be back Tuesday night to console you and we will see you later. Have a great night. God bless. God bless America.